my god, oh my god, oh my fucking god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my fucking god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my fucking god. It's another podcast. Hey everybody. Hey everybody, it is a me. Callister with me as always are the dogs. I got a wean dog at the end of the couch. The tank is lying on the ground. She's no longer old lady Sadie. She's the tank. <laughs> and if you listen to the, the Patreon, you'd know why she's the tank. She is in goddamn destructible, that dog. I can't look into the porch because uh, the door is closed. It's closed most of the way. So I don't know if the cats are out there or not. If the cats are out there, that's good. Because then that means they are not upstairs! Shitting! On my bed! Hopefully they're not. I don't need them to shit on my bed any more than they normally do. Uh, and normally, uh, once is enough. I don't think you want your cat shitting on your bed at all, let alone once, but uh, some of us just aren't that lucky. <laughs> uh, but how was your day, everybody? How was your day? Was it good? Was it fun? Was it exciting? Ooh-wee! I hope it was. Why? Because today is Thursday, August 17th, 2020. Trace. Hopefully a good day at work, good day at school, good day doing whatever you do on a Thursday. Uh, if it wasn't a good day, have a beer, go to bed, wake up, and tomorrow is Friday. It's fucking Friday. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, I'm Stu McAllister, the host. I was a comedian for a long time, a social worker for a longer time, and now I, I make bad decisions in my life. Bad decisions. Awful decisions, long life lasting decisions that have fucked me up. <laughs> um, I had to see the doctor the other day. The doctor uh, was like, all right, do a urine test. Hey, guess what? We found blood in your urine. All right, I don't know what that means. I don't know. It has to be incredibly minute. I'm staring at my blood. I don't see anything in it. What are, what are, what are the particles of blood? In my urine. It's got to be fairly minute. But uh, they called me today and they're like, oh, yeah, the test came back. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. How, all right, how much do I owe for this? Because I don't currently have insurance. How much do I owe for this? And they didn't tell me. It's never a good thing when they don't tell you shit. But they're like, yeah, we found, uh, we found urine in, or urine. We found urine in your blood. I think I'd be more concerned about that, everybody. I'd be more concerned if I donated blood and the blood center calls me and they're like, yeah, uh, this is going to sound really weird and all, but uh, we found uh, urine in your blood. Holy shit. Things are going wrong in my body. But yeah, we found some blood in your urine. I'm like, yep. What about it? Well, we think you need a CAT scan. And uh, we think now would be a good time to, uh, to set up an appointment for your CAT scan. Would you like to do that? And I said, no. <laughs> and there was an awkward moment of silence after I said no. I get the feeling the people who work at medical centers, doctor offices, I think they get used to having people just say yes to whatever. And so when someone says no, they're not sure what the response is. It's not one of these like choose your own adventure books. It's a choose your own adventure, but there's only one path. Do you guys remember those books? Am I talking to people who are too young to remember choose your own adventure books? If you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, the choose your own adventure books were super cool. Read them when I was in elementary school. You'd read to a certain point in the story. And it would be like, 
you know, Johnny's taking a trek through the woods. Does he walk towards the river or does he walk towards the cave? And then depending upon whatever story you like better, whatever scenario you like better, if it was like walk to the, the river, turn to page 10. Walk to the cave, turn to page 15. I love those books. I loved them. They were great books. They were very well written. They were pretty clever. Although, looking at it now, I'm sure if I were to go read one now, I'd be like, oh my God, this is dumb as shit. Who wrote this book? A fucking fourth grader? And the answer to that is yes. A fourth grader did write that book and became an instant goddamn millionaire. But to choose your own adventure at the doctor's office is just one way. You, you, there's only one path, and it's the path that the doctor tells you to take. And I said no. I had to remind them, I don't have insurance. Now, I don't know what a CAT scan costs, but I'm assuming it's more than I fucking want to pay. For something that, to be perfectly honest, everybody, I'm not too concerned about it. I don't feel bad. I don't hurt. I don't think anything's going on. If I remember correctly, when I did a urine test last year, there was blood in my urine back then, too. I don't think anything's going on. So don't don't you fucking worry about it, Doc. <laughs> Would you like to set up an appointment to see your doctor again? No. No, I wouldn't. D did you just forget that I told you I don't have insurance? Fucking, I only saw the doctor because... The only way she would continue to prescribe me the medication that apparently I need to live a fucking relatively normal life is I got to see her once a year. Now, I said this before and I'll say it again. I feel like these doctor visits that I get are pretty fucking minimal, right? Uh, they, they fucking, they call the nurse tech or whatever it is, Comes in, takes my blood pressure, asks me questions. Do you smoke? Do you drink? Do you do drugs? All right, we'll see the doctor. All right, how's it going? Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. All right, well, we found some blood in your urine. All right, let's uh, let's set up some shit. No, um, I don't have insurance. Okay, let's not set up shit. Yeah, that's how it goes. Um, and then she took her stethoscope and listened to my breathing. And that was it. She didn't look at my eyeballs. I don't think she looked at my ear. She fucking didn't feel my balls. Shouldn't at some point, your doc, again, I've said this before. Shouldn't at some point, if you're a dude, your doctor should check out your balls. I don't, maybe this is a section they're leaving out in doctor school. All right, everybody, uh, because of costs and insurance purposes, we're going to have to fucking cut out the uh, touching of ball segment in course, in our course here. Well, fuck. That's the only part I liked. When the doctor was touching my balls. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I'm still trying to fucking figure out if I can get insurance through work. It's been like a month. Just... Tell me if I can fucking get insurance again. I, I would fucking get the goddamn CAT scan if I had fucking insurance. Again, I really feel like, um, I feel like westernized medicine is not good. Now, if you're a doctor or a nurse or anything in the medical profession, please tell me why you think western medicine is good. I feel like it, it's, it's neglectful. <laughs> I don't feel like it's necessarily preventive. I think it's reactionary. I feel like they do a lot of stuff uh, for, for making money. I feel like we all know what the results are going to be before I even have the goddamn CAT scan done. Right? It isn't like my urine came back red. <laughs> then I'd be like, yeah, maybe I need to get a CAT scan. I probably don't, though. So I'm just like, fuck, fuck, no, I don't. All right, well, call us if anything changes. Yeah, okay, thanks for nothing. I don't feel like you give a fuck, but okay. 
Lick my dick, suck my balls. Well, actually, I know you won't do that because you're not even going to touch my balls, let alone lick them. Fuck. Oh, uh, I forgot to tell new people. This podcast is for the children. <laughs> it's for the children. So long-time listeners know that I listen to a lot of sports talk radio. And in the morning, from 6 to 10, there is a sports talk show on CBS Sports Radio called uh, the, the, the DA Morning Show. I don't even know what it's called. How dumb am I? It's uh, Damon Amendola is the name of the host. So I think it's just the DA show. And, you know, like all morning shows, they, there's a cast of characters, right? And he's got all these people, and they do weekly segments, you know, the or even daily segments. And t- today was a thirsty Thursday. And so they were toasting things. They're like, all right, who are you toasting? You know, and it's a positive thing, right? It's, you know, I, I'm raising a glass to whatever because this happened, that happened, whatever, something good happened, right? And like, oh, it's great. So the one guy, his name is Boyle. And Boyle's like, I, I want to uh, make a toast to uh, Christopher Nolan for making Oppenheimer, that movie about the creation of the nuclear bomb. I haven't seen it. I heard it's good. Some people said it's boring. It's three hours long, everybody. And I'm not going to lie. <sighs> I have to be I have to be already invested before I see the movie to sit there for three fucking hours. It's just me. So can I do that for like a Marvel movie? Fuck yeah, I can. Can I do that for like a Lord of the Rings type movie? Fuck yeah, I can, right? Because I'm I'm already invested in these things. Can I do it for a three hour movie on the fucking creator of the nuclear bomb? Probably not. Probably not. I, I you know. Again, I heard some people said it was great. Some people said it sucked. What are you going to do? But the guy, the, the Boyle was all excited and happy for it. He thought it was good. He liked the movie, whatever this or that. But then, and that should have been the end of the story. It's it's a thirsty Thursday. You're toasting people. Go, there you go. That's the end of the story. But he didn't end it there. He stopped because he had to complain about something. Oh, my God. What was he complaining about? He was complaining because he got busted at the movie theater. <laughs> what did he get busted for, Stu? Well, what, what is the one thing that probably 100% of the people in this country have done at some point or the other when going into the movie theater? He tried to sneak in food. Now, we have all done it. I, I, I can 100% guarantee that at some point, some of you, well, all of you, have snuck in some food of some kind. Usually candy, right? Candy of some kind. Uh, maybe you drink. I know plenty of people. I've heard people crack open cans of whatever. I'm going to assume beer, but, I, you know, maybe soda. You hear it. They don't sell cans of beer at the fucking movie theater. You know, people are sneaking in shit. And you know what? I'm not going to blame them. Concessions in the movie theater are fucking outrageous. Now, apparently, though, they don't make a lot of money off the movie itself. It is the concessions. It's kind of like gas stations. Apparently, gas stations, they don't make a ton of money off the gas. They make a ton of money off the fucking candy bars and the sodas and the beer and the cigarettes and whatever else they sell in the store. It's not, they're not making money from the gas. So it's the same thing. So we all know the rules. The rules are no bringing in food or drink from the outside world. We all know it. So then it becomes, how do I sneak this in? Whether it's uh, you, you're hiding it under a baggy sweatshirt or you fucking t- tuck it in your pants or whatever. I don't know. We've all snuck it in at some point or the other, right? And I would say probably the majority of the time we're successful, Right? We, are, we sneak in our fucking uh, bag of Twizzlers. We sneak in our fucking whatever. And there you go. The, I will admit, there was a time a long, long time ago that I got busted. <laughs> I tried to sneak in a liter, <laughs> a liter of Coke or whatever, whatever soft drink it was. 
I got busted. <laughs> they, they caught me. I was, I was not sneaking it in terribly well. So they're like, yeah, you can't bring that in. And I'm like, ah, fuck. So they took it from me and they put it on the counter. And if I remember correctly, they were like, yeah, you, when the movie's over, you can come back and get it. I'm like, oh, that's nice of you. Because I do remember getting it. I went back and I got it. So I don't know if they told me I could come back and get it or if I just went back and got it, period. So uh, there's the risk and the reward. But this guy, he got busted. Boyle got busted. And this sack of shit, because that's what I'm going to call him right now, this whiny sack of shit got mad that he got busted. Now I'm going to tell you this, everybody. You can't be mad that you got busted. You know the fucking rules. You you know that you cannot bring in fucking whatever. It, it's like when I when we went to the amusement park, I went to amusement park on Sunday. Like there, they got big signs. You can't bring in food. You can't bring in uh, grills. You can't be grilling in the parking lot. Or like you know all the fucking rules. So if I tried to bring food into the park and I got busted and they kicked me out, whose fault is that? Is that my fault? Absolutely it's my fault. I shouldn't have brought it in or I should have been sneakier about how I brought it in, right? And those are the options. Ugh. So he's crying because apparently he's, the movie theater he went to was like, I'm assuming it was like at a mall because he said outside the theater, the, the outside the entrance to the theater was like a food court. So, you know, when you go to theaters, they usually buy the food court, and there you go. So, apparently, he went to Chick-fil-A, and he had two chicken sandwiches that he was trying to sneak in. Now, first off, Jesus fucking Christ, dude, a chicken sandwich? How the fuck are you going to hide that? I, I was, so, I, I don't know if he made a real ha uh, fucking half-hearted attempt at hiding it or what. But he, uh, he got busted, and so he's mad at the uh, the employee who was working there who busted him. And he, he was mad because he was like, yeah, the ticket taker guy didn't give a shit. And then he's like, it was another guy that was doing something. He was like, hey, man, you can't bring that in. And he's like, oh, can't you let it slide? And the, the movie guy apparently was like, I can't because there's cameras everywhere. I can't let it slide. So he got, he was getting mad. He was like insulting the guy too. He's like, why does this minimum wage guy fucking care? And I'm like, well, I don't know because it's his goddamn job. Just because you're making minimum wage doesn't mean that you shouldn't give a shit about your fucking job. Fuck, dude, really? Come on, man. You fucking, you're bringing in fucking Chick-fil-A sandwiches into the movie theater. Fucking eat that shit beforehand, you dumb shit. Eat, eat it beforehand or fucking hide it better. Again, hide it better, you dick right? It's your own damn fault you got caught. Don't make it fucking easy. Don't make it fucking obvious. But I'm bringing it up because he's totally ranking on the guy. And I'm like, fuck this guy. Again, many, many times I've snuck food in. And like I said, the one time I got busted, I was like, ah, fuck, I got busted. There you go. So I, I tweeted back at him. I tweeted at the show. Every once in a while I'll tweet at shows. I'll tweet at the show. So I was like, hey, Boyle, Take the L on this one, the L, the loss. Take the L on this one. We all know you can't bring food in to the theater. I was like, what, do you think the movie theater? Because he kept trying to justify the fact that the food court was outside the movie theater. And so the movie theater should expect people to sneak food in. I was like, the movie theater doesn't own the goddamn food court. They're not making money off the food in the food court. They're making money off the fucking candy bars and the popcorn and the soda that they sell to you. All right, so I was like, just take the L. Fuck, man, stop crying about it. it every once in a while, you do things wrong, right? When you speed, every once in a while, we've all sped, I'm sure of it. But at, at, at one point or another, you've probably gotten a speeding ticket. Does it suck balls? Fuck yeah, it sucks balls. But that's fucking, that just fucking happens every now and then. So the reason I bring it up is because they actually read my tweet on the air this morning. <laughs> This national uh, syndicated sports talk radio show read my tweet. And he, the DA read it to Boyle. Because I guess I wasn't the only one who was, who was fucking miffed at Boyle. So they read it. And he Boyle didn't really fucking rag at me a little bit. I thought he would. 
But I think he, he kind of, I think he took it to heart when I basically was like, the movie theater doesn't own the food court because they're not making money off of that. It'd be like, if you're hitting the DA show in the, in the pocket, if you're taking money away from them, they're going to pay attention to that. But you're like, oh, you know, you're, you're illegally streaming it somehow. You're, you're streaming it without the commercials or whatever. Well, you can't do that. Ah, whatever. Fuck you. Fuck your mom. Ah. You just kind of accept it. So I thought it was funny. Every once in a while, I, I do get my tweets read on the air on uh, sports talk shows. That just tells you I listen to way too many fucking sports talk uh, programming. So dumb. Do any of you guys listen to it? Probably not. Probably. I know I've talked about it recently because one of the, the co-hosts left. And apparently he left to get a promotion. But the promotion was to work for a local sports talk show in New York City. And I'm like, oh, what? Really? It's a promotion? To go from a national show to a local show? Now, again, the local show is a New York City show. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I would think like an, a national show would have more listeners, but ah, maybe not. Maybe there's just more way hard, hardcore New York sports fans who listen to WFAN or whatever. I, I don't know, whatever. Whatever, whatever, whatever. So today, today, uh, Driving around for Dippin' Dot Ice Cream. If you guys don't know, I work for the West Michigan Whitecaps. They own the distribution rights to um, uh, Dippin' Dots. And uh, so I, I sell ice cream all over the great state. So today I had to go to the Potter Park Zoo in Lansing. I had to finish up the Lansing route. I had to uh, do, I had to pick up a freezer. I had to drop off a freezer. I had to pick up another freezer. <laughs> it was a lot of horse shit, everybody. A lot of fucking horse shit. But I did it. It was good. It was all right. It rained all day. It was kind of shitty. I hate working in the rain. I'd rather work in the snow than in the rain, but whatever. I There was a point where I had to make a delivery at the mall. At a mall in Lansing. And I, over, over by the dumpsters. And uh, I, I go in, and I'm making the delivery, and uh, the, the, the fat axe guy comes in. He's like, hey, man, can you move the van? And he's kind of abrupt. He was kind of a dick. And I was like, all right, man, whatever. You're a driver. I'm a driver. Whatever. I'll help you out. And so I do, but he was kind of a dick. It was He was a, enough of a dick that the lady who owned the candy shop that I was uh, selling stuff to, she, she commented on how he was kind of a dick. And she's like, yeah, he's he's the FedEx driver for us, too, so I deal with him a bunch, and he was kind of a dick today. I was like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's mad because he's got to drive around in the rain or whatever. I don't know. I don't really give a shit. Whatever. I moved it. It's all no harm, no foul, whatever. You, you move on with your life. I'm not going to call FedEx and complain about the guy. As I mentioned on the podcast yesterday, I feel like too many people call businesses to complain about people and not enough people called to fucking like praise people. So I'm going to encourage all of you, if you deal with a business of any kind and you like an employee for whatever particular reason, call the business and go, hey, your employee, Bob, or whoever did a great job, I appreciate it. Unless you fucking get murdered or uh, someone hacks off your arm, don't call to complain. Just stop going, right? It's the whole fucking, uh, you, you know that whole thing, like, be kind, which I really fucking hate because it's really, it's full of shit. The whole be kind to people, it's bullshit because people don't do it. People, when they say it, people mean be kind to them. They don't give a fuck about anybody else. And the whole rationale behind the whole be kind thing is you don't know what someone's going through that day. You don't know what's going on in their head. Be kind. Be forgiving. Be whatever. And so there you go. If you get some shit from somebody at a store, unless you're fucking, uh, they just robbed $1,000 from you. They fucking hacked your head off, whatever. So let that shit slide. Be kind, everybody. Be kind. Be kind. Be kind. Um, God, there was something else. 
There was something else I was going to tell you. It's gone forever. It's gone, gone forever, and that's fine. Gone forever. Uh, I would tell you guys to go like the Facebook page, go like the Twitter page, because that's where you can hear clips of the day. Listener Jason, he sends me, he listens to the podcast, and then he'll send me a clip of the day, and then I'll repost it on the two pages. And uh, I'm not going to lie, he sent two today, and I, I found both to be very funny. Now, do I find my podcasts in general to be funny? No. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Stu, you're an awful salesperson. Yeah, I'm, I'm 100% aware. I'm, I'm trying to be brutally honest. No, I don't necessarily find this podcast terribly funny, but whatever. Who, who I don't know if you'll find too many comedians who are like, oh yeah, my shit's the best. And usually when you find comedians who are like, I'm the best. I'm incredibly funny. I've never bombed in my life. They're the worst. They suck dick. They are not good. Oh, but if you could do that, that would be great. Go, go like the Facebook page. Go like the Twitter page. Go do that. Go do that. Oh, um, Jesus. All right. Let me see here. Um, this was kind of a, a thing, like, because I listen to so much sports talk. I've been hearing a lot about this. The guy, uh, my, Michael Orr, I think that's how you say his name, Orr, O-H-E-R. He, uh, he's the guy from the movie The Blind Side with Sandra Bullock, right? Probably most of you have seen that movie. Maybe you're not necessarily too familiar with the guy himself. But it was all about how Michael Orr as a kid, he, he had a bad childhood. His dad was out of the picture. Apparently his mom was a substance user. Uh, extended family weren't terribly good either. And so uh, Sandra Bullock portrayed uh, the, the, the mother of this family, the Tuies. And Sandra Bullock played Leanne Tui. And it was all about how uh, they kind of took him into their home and they adopted him. And uh, he went on to have a successful college career as a football player. And then he actually he played in the NFL. And, uh, you know, solid career. Won the Super Bowl. So, you know, solid career, right? Good plus a Hall of Famer. I'm not really sure about that, but there you go. Um, the story has come out now that the Tuies didn't really adopt him. There was a conservative ship. So they kind of like the whole Britney Spears thing. They just kind of like controlled him and his money and things of that nature. Now they're saying they couldn't adopt him because he was 18 when he kind of came into their home. Now, I don't know. I've never adopted anybody. I've adopted pets. I've adopted, I got my two dogs and my two cats. I've never adopted a human being, but I would assume you could adopt a human being uh, as long as, as they were willing to be adopted, right? You can adopt a 50-year-old man if you wanted to, I suppose. Now, maybe there's something different about, like, in, in legal terms, there is a difference between adopting somebody and then conservatorship. So, because I think if you were just to adopt somebody... When, like when they became an adult, they still have control over things themselves. Whereas like a conservatorship, like a person is an adult, but for whatever reason, maybe they're deemed not competent enough to control finances and things of that nature. So I, I, that that's probably it. But whatever. So there's this big contention now between uh, Michael Orr and the Tuies. And they're all like, oh, the Tuies are now saying he tried to blackmail them, or this and that, whatever. All of it sounds bad. And all of it, to be perfectly honest, has left a bad taste in my mouth. Now, I remember seeing that movie in the theater. It came out fucking when? Like 2009 or something? Yeah, I think it was 2009, because saying Sandra Bullock won an Academy Award in 2010 for the performance. I think it came out in 2009. But and I remember seeing it then, and I remember enjoy, enjoying it, but I don't think I've seen it since, right? Uh, you know, I was like, ah, it was a good story, good for him, good for them, right? It Kind of a little too too Hollywoody, in my opinion, right? It's always kind of like the white savior, right? 
No, no one can help this black kid at all, but this white family comes in, whatever. Yeah, it just sounds weird. It's, it's, all, it's also like, the, I hate the movies where it's like the magical black man comes in and is this fucking, he's like wise and he's got the answers to everything. And you're just like, oh my God, you're really kind of romanticizing some weird shit. But, um, so now, because, because Sandra Bullock won an Academy Award for her performance, a lot of people are kind of like putting a bad light on her. And I'm like, hey, she's just a fucking actress. Like someone tweeted out, Sandra Bullock should give her Oscar back. She knows she didn't deserve that shit. Now, what the fuck are you talking? Of course, that's some dumbass from, uh, fucking Barstool Sports. Barstool Sports can lick my dick and suck my balls. They can do. They're a bunch of fucking meatheads over there. They're, they're that's a sports talk franchise that I know is very successful, but I don't give a fuck about them. I'll I'll stick to DA fucking toasting people on Thursday. <laughs> but all these people are like, oh my god, she should give her award back. I'm like, she didn't nothing to do with nothing. She's performing. Uh, a fucking character who just happened to be a real life person, and she did she do a good performance? Yeah, I thought so. I can I honestly don't remember who the other people who uh, were nominated for an Oscar. She doesn't have anything to do with the Tuies. I'm sure fucking once she got the Oscar, she never talked to the Tuies again. She, who are these people? I don't know who the fuck they are. It's funny too because her uh, her longtime uh, significant other d just recently died. He died last month. He had fucking um, Parkinson's, I think. This is weird. ALS. He had ALS. Sandra Bullock has proven time and again how good she is, and she just lost her partner to ALS. She didn't do anything other than play a role of information about the subjects that is now grossly different. Leave her the fuck alone and pretend the Oscar is for gravity. <laughs> that was someone tweeted that. I'm like, yeah, you know, whatever. She's an actress. She's not the actual Tui. She wasn't in on anything. All the shit happened afterwards. Crazy. Uh, the guy who actually played or actor Quentin Aaron... He said, Sarah did nothing wrong. That's my girl, and she's going through a really tough time right now. I really feel like they should leave her alone and stop trying to come at her. Yes, exactly. Again, a fuck it, just an actress. Leave her the fuck alone. I like Sandra Bullock a whole lot. Are there any other actresses in Hollywood right now that I prefer more than Sandra Bullock? I'm not sure I do. Offhand, I'm just trying to think. No, nothing's coming to mind. Now, I know later people are going to tweet at me or message me and be like, what about so-and-so? I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, you're right. I forgot about so-and-so. And they'll be like, what about so-and-so? I'm like, are you fucking high that so-and-so licks my dick and sucks my balls? No fucking way. What are they, fucking part of Barstool Sports? Get out of here. Get out of here with that Melissa McCarthy horse shit. Yeah, this is weird. You can't, don't confuse the actor, actress with the role they portray. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Shorzy, the second season of Shorzy, I think is coming out in early October. I'm really looking forward to it. If you guys don't know what that is, it's a spinoff of the TV show Letterkenny. So it's all about a hockey player who's incredibly vulgar, right right up my alley. Uh, it's also, all of it takes place in Canada. Canada, eh? Oh, fuck, yeah, Canada is my favorite. It's my second favorite country, yeah, after fucking Mexico. Because <laughs> they sandwich America. America is a fucking sandwich. But I bring it up because uh, there was an announcer for the Blue Jays, the Toronto Blue Jays. I don't know, how how the fuck are the Blue Jays doing this year? I know the Yankees are sucking balls. The Yankees... <laughs> what was that? The fuck was that? 
Okay. Fucking the Yankees. The Yankees are sucking balls. They are uh, one game under 500. And it's like the first time in 30 years that they have been this bad this late in the season. I'm like, oh my God. All right. Major League Baseball. Standings. American League. Toronto's at uh, 549. There's seven and a half games behind Baltimore. Uh, yeah, they got a shot at maybe a wild card. They got a shot, maybe. Are they going to get it? Probably not. But they got a shot. Yankees are shit. Anyway, the, uh, the announcer said, uh, let me see here. He was the guy was doing an announcement. They were playing against the Phillies. Uh, brought the camera panned to a fan doing what almost fan does during the game. They were eating a hot dog. It's when Buck Martinez says, "What's that guy doing with ketchup on his hot dog?" He says it's an unconscionable mistake. And uh, no ketchup on hot dog, mustard only. After a delay and a shot of fans dressed up in the hot dog costumes. Shut up. Uh, and a bottle of mustard, Buck Martinez, and added, you know, I must say, I have to really kind of apologize. My wife loves ketchup on her hot dog. <laughs> to which his partner said, and you married her? And I'm going to be completely honest with you, everybody here. Ketchup does not belong on a hot dog. Does not. You're fucking. You're bad. But apparently, a lot of people came at him, and a lot of people were like, "Oh, I only put ketchup on there." And someone said, "Mustard comes. They make a gas out of mustard." I'm like, I don't know, man. I will put ketchup on a hamburg, but ketchup on a fucking hot dog is a goddamn travesty. Now I don't know what your hot. What's your hot take? When I got when I worked at Dr. Grin's the comedy club in Grand Rapids, I would leave the club and I'd walk to my car and I'd walk past the hot dog guy. And so I would stop and get a hot dog. I'd always get a hot dog from the guy. And on the hot dog, I would get I'd get the hot dog and I'd get mustard and I'd get onions and I'd get shredded pickles. And that was the goddamn greatest thing I ever had in my life. Was it a good hot dog? Fuck no. It was shit. And I think the hot dog dude would fully admit that it was shit. But there you go. That's what I got. Did you hear the word ketchup come out of my mouth? No, because I'm a fucking American and I'm not a goddamn communist. <laughs> Can you imagine putting ketchup on a steak? Now, I think I did as a child. As a child, I would put ketchup on a steak. I did not put like a steak sauce or anything else. So my mother allowed me and my brother to put ketchup on a steak. Do you, do you put ketchup on a hot dog? If you do, I want you to fucking go outside and walk into traffic <laughs> until you get hit by a car. And if you're able to get up and walk away from that, I need you to continue to walk into traffic. Walk into traffic till you can no longer walk in traffic. All right? Fucking... <laughs> Don't don't do your best impression of the tank, because <laughs> I, I the tank walked away. I don't want you to walk away. <laughs> Stop putting ketchup on your hot dog, even if it's a part of other stuff. Even if it was like ketchup and mustard and onions or whatever. No. Why is that wrong? I don't know. It just is. You can't explain it, right? Like, why do you shake with your right hand? I don't fucking know. You just do. Why do you not put ketchup on a hot dog? I don't know. You just don't. So please don't. Don't try to shake my hand with your left hand. I'll think you're a fucking weirdo. I'm left-handed. And I and I think it's weird when people go to shake my hand with their left hand. It feels very awkward. I don't know why. You know what else is awkward? When you go to a restaurant and you order some food and then there's some shit in your food that doesn't belong in your food. 
right? Now, sometimes things are acceptable, right? Like, you go to a fast food joint, and you're going through the drive-thru, like Burger King, and you're like, ah, give me some fries, and you get your fries, and then there's an onion ring in with your fries, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck, this is like better than winning the lottery, right? I've, it's, the, it's the greatest day in my life when I order fries and I get that one singular goddamn onion ring. I feel like I stole from people. Because onion rings cost more than fries. And then you get a free onion ring. You're like, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck you, Burger King. I got a free I got a free onion ring, you fucks. Well, someone went to McDonald's. And they ordered McNuggets. And I'm going to tell you guys this. I'm sure I've mentioned this story before. Uh, when I was a kid... I was with my friend Luke and his family, and I forget what we were doing. We did something. I helped them out, and they were like, all right, let's go to McDonald's. And they got a new thing called McNuggets. I'm like, oh, yeah? And they're like, oh, yeah. I was like, okay. And we went to McDonald's, and we got McNuggets. This was like McNuggets were still fucking brand new at the time, right? It's not a thing. And got the nuggets, and I ate the nuggets, and then I threw up. <laughs> My body could not handle the fake nuggets. The fake chicken nuggets couldn't happen. So I don't, I have not eaten chicken McNuggets from McDonald's since then. I don't care. I don't want it. It's gross. But apparently a lady in Ohio, Jefferson County, Ohio, uh, which is where Wintersville is, never heard of Wintersville. This lady went to the McDonald's. Her and her daughter apparently purchased some McNuggets and she bit into the McNuggets. She did not find an onion ring in the McNuggets. Instead, she found three pennies in the chicken nugget. It wasn't three coins in the fountain. It was three coins in the nugget. So they went and they, they lodged a complaint with the health department and apparently the police department. Um, the department promptly reached out to regional McDonald's management, the health department, to address the finding. Uh, McDonald's said, go fuck yourself. We're a billion-dollar company. We do what we want when we want. If we want to give you free money, we'll give you free money. Stop complaining, bitches. Now, I know... A lot of people, Jamie and some other people, are like, oh, well, you, you, you pick up pennies off the fucking road. Yeah, I do, but I don't want fucking pennies in my nuggets. I barely want nuggets in my nuggets, let alone pennies. Based on our conversation, we can't confirm that they have removed the contaminated chicken nuggets by lot number from stock. Uh, additional precautionary measures were followed. They have been in contact with their manufacturer about the product. See, now in my brain, I wasn't thinking that it was someone from the manufacturing place where they make the nuggets. I was assuming it was somebody in the McDonald's who was fucking mad about life and the fact they worked at McDonald's and they were putting pennies in there. They're like, oh, fuck, this is my paycheck? Fuck you. I'm going to make someone eat it. Uh, the person's name was uh, Beth Rupert Warren. That was the, the mom or whatever. And uh, let's see. Rupert Warren originally shared a post on Facebook warning others to check their food, but has since taken it down and replaced it with a simpler one in which he clarified, this appears to be a manufacturer matter. This was in no way an attack on the employee of Wintersville McDonald's. Okay. All right. I guess good for them. A photo in the post shows a partially torn open McNugget with a penny peeking out. <laughs> oh my God, what is that? Ah, oh, that's a penny. That's a fucking penny. Winterville Police Captain Jason Fabian said uh, that Ruber Warren probably reported the incident to police out of concern for the safety of others. Okay. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's something you, I suppose you could crack a tooth on or maybe even choke on it. You want to swallow a coin. I remember when I was a kid, a long, long time ago, I uh, had an allowance when I was a kid. I forget how old I was. 
but my allowance was a quarter. So I guess that tells you how fucking old I am. That I got an allowance for a week of whatever. And uh, I remember I was in my basement. The basement of my house. And I had the quarter. And I was doing what dumb dumb kids do. I was lying on the floor on my, on my back. So I'm staring at the ceiling. And I had the quarter uh, in my hand. And I was raising my hand up. And I was dropping the quarter into my mouth. <laughs> now, I know a lot of you are freaking out because you're like, oh, my God, money is gross and you're putting it in your mouth. Yes, I, I am aware of that now. Uh, but as a child, I don't know how old I was, 16, 17. <laughs> I'm dropping a quarter into my mouth. and I was, So I would drop it in my mouth and I'd be like, and then I would just take the quarter out. And then I did it again multiple times. And then I remember one time I was like, and I actually like swallowed it. <laughs> I swallowed the quarter. So I immediately went upstairs because I was like, oh, fuck, I, mom, I swallowed a quarter. And uh, and that was it. <laughs> I, I, wasn't, I did, wasn't choking on it or anything. I was concerned that I had swallowed a quarter because I didn't know what it would do to my body. Apparently, it didn't do anything. I, I only assumed that I passed it relatively quickly. I don't know. It wasn't like I went through my shit to find the quarter, which I'm sure surprises a lot of people. <laughs> Stu, you didn't sift through your fecal matter to find that quarter? No, I didn't. I did not. At the time, I remember being more upset that I swallowed my fucking in a my fucking allowance, and I wasn't I wasn't going to get a new one, and I I don't think I did. I don't think my mom gave me another quarter, and she was like, "Well, you're a dumbass, you fucking idiot. Why are you swallowing quarters?" So anyway, don't eat McDonald's in Wintersville, Ohio. You'll fucking choke on pennies. You would like to think that if it happened there. They would have like they would have dropped more pennies in. So somewhere else, someone's fucking chewing on pennies. There couldn't have been only one incident of three pennies, right? I wouldn't think. Someone probably just took a roll of pennies and was just sprinkling them in willy nilly. Have you ever found anything weird in your food? I remember one time. Uh, a long, long time ago, I remember I ordered a, I didn't order, I bought a crown of broccoli, you know, I don't think it's called a stalk, I think it's a crown, and I got it, and uh, I was cooking it, I was boiling it, and then I realized after I put it in the pot to boil it, that there were like caterpillars in it, these like green caterpillars. I was like, ah, fucking Christ. So I tossed everything out. I was pissed. I like broccoli. But have you ever found anything weird in the food that you purchased? Whether you, like, discovered it before you ate it, like I did with the caterpillars, or did you discover it after you, like, took a bite out of it? So let me know. I'm curious. But, uh, all right, everybody, that's it. Thanks for listening to this horse shit. I don't know why you do, but you do. Appreciate it. If you can do me a solid, do a few things. Like the Facebook page, like the Twitter page. I talked about that. Consider subscribing to the Patreon. The Patreon's the paywall, everybody. That's uh, where you pay five bucks a month and you get a lot more podcasting. So if you like this podcast, you'll love that podcast because it's just more podcast. So go to P-A-T-R-E-O-N and search out Elemental Podcast, please. And thank you. Please rate, review, subscribe to the podcast if you could. It helps if it's positive. So if, if you don't like this podcast, be kind and don't rate it and go fuck yourself. Just go away, <laughs> right? People can listen to this podcast on their own and they can be like, oh, fuck, I like it. And then they will continue to listen. And then they'll be like, oh, fuck, I don't like it. And then they can stop listening. They don't need to fucking shit on the podcast. I shit on the podcast. Not you, me. I write the reviews shit on this podcast. 
Um, if you can do, uh, check out my T Public store. Check out my Macari store. If you're big into sports, you'll like my Macari store. It's all sports shit. Jerseys, hats, baseballs, things like that. If you can't find the link, let me know and I'll send you the link. And then do the six things. Uh, check out Magic JBM on Facebook. That's my buddy John Midgley. He is a magician. He's good at it. He's an artist. He's good at it. And he posts a lot of stuff on his Magic page on Facebook, Magic JBM. Go check it out. Check out West Michigan Trading Cards and Sports Memorabilia. It is a group, so you got to ask to join. But uh, if you like sports cards, you can uh, sell them, trade them, buy them, show them off, whatever you like. West Michigan Trading Cards and Sports Memorabilia. Ask to join. You don't need to live in West Michigan. Trust me, everybody. You don't need to. We just named it that to begin with. So there's over 700 people in the group. That's amazing. Let's go check it out. Uh, check out the Sunday Slaw. That's Adam and Seventy House. They eat a lot of coleslaw. They tell you about the coleslaw. They show you the videos of the coleslaw. Go check them out. The Sunday Slaw on Facebook. Check out Extra Levels Gaming on Facebook. And their website is extralevelsgaming.com, but it's been down. They've been doing some inventory. It's been down a long time, too. Uh, but check them out if you like video games. They got new games, old games, games for any system you might play. Check them out. Help out the small people. Extra Levels Gaming. Head over to Instagram. Check out Matt Harper Art. He's on Instagram and TikTok at Matt Harper Art. And then he's got a store on Etsy, Barefoot Gnome. Uh, he makes a lot of stuff out of clay. It's very good stuff. He just uh, he sent me a TikTok video where he made like a uh, a gnome that was a Viking, a Viking gnome going down in the ship. It was a, it was a cool little thing that he made. So go check him out, Matt Harper Art. That's Matt with two T's. The extra T is for titties. And the last but not least, check out Bear Boards and Tables on Instagram. Uh, my buddy Mark he makes a lot of cool things out of wood, and he has things for sale on Macari. So if you check out the Instagram page, you can see all the cool pictures, and then you'll find the link to the Macari store. That's bear, like a grizzly bear, boards, and tables. So do those six things for me if you could. Uh, again, consider subscribing to the Patreon, because uh, I'll be back tomorrow for a Patreon, or I'll be back on Monday for the next freebie. So thanks for listening, everybody. I do appreciate it. I will uh, talk to you guys later. Have a good day, good evening, good whatever. All right, see you. Goodbye. Okay,